following is brought to you by Canyon Ridge Church in Tacoma. For additional podcasts or information on service times and upcoming events, please visit us online at www.explorecrc.com. This morning I want to continue talking about um, what I talked about last week, building upon that and taking it a little bit further. And if you missed last week... We talked about this principle that the path you're on determines your destiny. It's not your wishes or dreams or hopes or your plans or your vision or, or what you pray about or what you seek for. Uh, what the, path, the path that you're on determines the destiny, it determines the outcome. It's just as simple as this. If you were to get on I-5 at the Tacoma Dome and drive north, then you will eventually end up in Seattle. And it doesn't matter what kind of car you have. It doesn't matter how fast you drive or how slow you drive. It doesn't matter if you're a good person or a bad person or, or you're highly educated or you know, all the connections you have. And it doesn't even matter if you're the president or uh, you're an insignificant person. It doesn't matter. If you get on that road and you drive north, then you can guarantee what the destination is going to be. It is going to be that northern location. That's the concept that we're talking about here. And, and so and if we look at the scriptures we see in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7, that very same concept the Bible teaches that, that you will always, always always get what you plant. So if you plant one thing, that's the thing that you're going to harvest. And he says, always, every time, what you plant is what you reap. And so uh, it doesn't matter uh, how, how you intended it to be, how you hoped that it would be, how you wish that it'd be. It is what you planted. That's what happens. That's the outcome. Do you remember um, when Michael Vick first got signed with the Atlanta Falcons? Boo! Atlanta Falcons. Uh, first got signed with them. I mean, he was an amazing quarterback. Uh, probably everybody thought just incredibly talented, the best in the league. They signed him for a $137 million contract. And I remember watching him play uh, at that time, and it was, it was just a thing of beauty. You know, it was just spectacular how talented he was and so he was just instantly thrust into the to the national stage and a millionaire multi-millionaire and famous and talented and and all these connections and then it seemed just like overnight the guy's in federal prison and if you could if you could ask him he would probably say that wasn't his plan <laughs> that wasn't his intention when he went into the NFL to then lose all of that and end up in prison. Here's another example. is Tom Cruise. And I, I love to pick on Tom Cruise because nobody should look that good at 50, right? But anyway, uh, here's, here's a guy who's got all this talent and, and he's famous and all this wealth and everything. And yet he's been on a relational path that has been producing the same results time after time after time. And if he doesn't change the path that he's on, 
then he can expect the same outcome that he's had every single time he's been in a relationship. It hasn't ended well. And I'm sure uh, Tom Cruise, when he was standing at the altar and it's the third time, his expectation was not that she would leave him and the whole thing would end in disaster. But the path you're on determines the destiny. It determines the outcome. That's what we're talking about. Uh, The path always determines the destiny. Now, um, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, uh, no, it doesn't. I can think of some exceptions. I can think of some people that, you know, they, they did go down a bad path, and it still turned out good for them. Like, you know, my, my grandfather, he smoked two packs a day, and he died at, of old age at 85. Well, would you want to tell then your children or teach your kids that the secret to longevity is two packs a day? Probably not. <laughs> right? Probably not. Uh, there, there can be exceptions. <clears throat> And so I think at this point, we're, we get it. I mean, it's pretty basic. It's, it, it's, it makes sense that, that if you go a particular direction, then you can look ahead and see where that is going to lead. It's the principle of the path. In Proverbs chapter 27, uh, the writer of Proverbs uh, def- describes this as well in verse 12. And he says, listen, a prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly, blindly on and suffers the consequences. So he's describing two different kinds of people. The, the um, prudent person, which is a, another way of saying a very wise person. And a simple person or a simpleton. And uh, I looked that one up in, in Webster's. It describes him as a dolt or a fool, a blockhead. A ninny or a dope? I just had to chuckle too because uh, here God is calling people a blockhead. <laughs> you blockhead. Take a look. Look ahead. You know, we're so, we're, people say, well, I just take it one day at a time. You know, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the day. But that doesn't mean without any thought of how your actions today affect tomorrow. You see, that's the ignorance of youth. That we think that, that everything I do today is, is, uh, pertains to just to today. It doesn't. Our steps are one after another. You ask somebody, well, their, their life is in a terrible situation, a place where they never wanted to be. And you say, how did you get there? Well, you got there one step at a time. One step at a time. Um. I think there are some definite reasons that we find ourselves in a terrible place and, and, and we can understand how we got there. First of all, I think people get to where they don't want to be because they ignore all of the signs. Like I said, if you get on the freeway and you drive north, you're going to see a lot of signs. Signs that tell you where to go, where to turn, where you're headed, what road you're on, a lot of directional signs, warning signs, all kinds of signs. You know, recently, I think last year, they put all these signs across I-5 that tell you how fast you should drive in that particular lane. More and more and more signs that tell you what's going on, where you're at, where you're going. 
And God has put all kinds of signs in our path to show us, to warn us, to communicate with us. Don't go there. Sometimes it's just that that quiet voice that's inside your head that nobody else hears but you. That warning of the Holy Spirit inside, hey, you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't go down that path. That's a bad path. But we don't listen to those warning signs. We continue on doing our own thing and we end up in a place we don't want to be. Some people say, well, well, if God was really loving and, you know, God really loved me and he cared, wouldn't he warn me? Wouldn't he, wouldn't he step in and, and change the circumstances? Wouldn't God, you know, just get a hold of me some way and turn me around? Wouldn't God get me off that path? Wouldn't he, wouldn't he do something about it? Well, you know, where's the forgiveness? Where's the love, God? You know, I said I was sorry. I said, I, you know, I, I was very sorry that I did what I did and I got where I ended up. But think about how that would work with your, your English professor. You know, you, you go to English, English professor and, and you sob and wail and cry. and Oh, I've, I'm so sorry I didn't study and failed the test and I, I messed around and now, now I did, got a horrible grade. And, you know, that might help you with your relationship with your teacher, but it isn't going to affect your GPA. Right? Because you, you, you got the score that you earned, that you prepared for, that you ended up uh, getting on your own. So, <clears throat> you know, I could, I could use some water. Um, speaking last night and today. But um, sometimes we get going down a particular path. And if you go on that path for a long period of time, for years, what happens is your options become extremely limited. You know, you get so far down a particular path that the opportunities that were available to you way back when are no longer available. And your choices become extremely limited as to what you have available to you. Thank you. So you're probably thinking, uh, like I am, okay, okay, I get it. I understand. This makes sense to me. I can see this in my own life. I can see this happening in other people's lives. So... Now what? (laughs) Now what do I do? How do I get off of this path? I mean, I I recognize some areas of my life that I can see down the road, this isn't going to be good. And so now what do I do? How do I get off that path? How do I change it? Well, we have a special prayer cloth that we've created for you. And if you give us a thousand bucks, we'll give you this prayer cloth and that'll solve all your problems. No, not really. And if anybody tells you that, don't send them a thousand bucks, okay? Please, do yourself a favor. <laughs> Keep your money. <laughs> Here's what I think you could do. You got to start out by being honest about where you're at. Because when you get lost, you can't find your way back until you know where you're at. 
Imagine getting lost and calling somebody and saying, Hey, I'm lost. You gotta, you gotta help me. You gotta get, navigate me away from here. Well, where are you? I don't know. Well, I can't help you if I don't know what point you're starting from. And so you gotta know where you're at. You gotta be honest about it. Honest about where you're at. Um, I think a lot of times we just flat out lie to ourselves. You know, we make excuses for the decisions that we make. And, and so we, we deceive ourselves about where we're truly at. You know, we say things like, well, well, you know, I'm not, we're just not getting along. You know, we're just not talking. Me and my wife, we're, we're, we're you know, we're, we're going through a hard time right now. And, and uh, there's not a whole lot of communication going on. And we say things like that. But really, what we should say is, I'm on a path to divorce. You see, because people who get into that, that down that road and they get to that place where they're about to separate from their spouse, got to realize that that began seven years prior when they were going down that path to begin with. Or maybe we need to say, you know, it's not that you've maxed out all your credit cards and you've leveraged all of your borrowing power and you're living way beyond your means and buying things you really can't afford and don't need. Really, you're on the path to bankruptcy. You're on the path to complete financial ruin. You know, it takes, I think, a real gut check to realize where we're at. You know, um... When I was when I was growing up uh, in high school, I lived in Yakima, and uh, one of our favorite things to do, me and my friends, was to go on the Yakima River and, and intertube down the river. And uh, so, uh, one summer, we found this whole stretch of river that we haven't been down before, and so we, we jumped in the river, and and it was so much fun, especially a hot day and in the Yakima Canyon and sitting on your inner tube with some drinks and just having a great time with friends. And we're cruising down and all of a sudden these people on the side of the river start screaming at us, yelling and, you know, waving their arms and all this stuff. We really couldn't hear what they were saying, but they were obviously trying to warn us of something. And, and uh, then we kind of came around the corner and here's this cable going across the river and it, it dipped into the water in the middle. And so didn't really know what the cable meant. And so we went right up to it and grabbed a hold of that cable. The water was really flat and smooth right there, calm. And pull the cable up out of the water and there's a sign hanging on it that says point of no return. Uh, Waterfall ahead. (laughs) And at that point, panic, you know, sheer panic just settles in and all the girls I remember start screaming and and, it, and it, you, you just clicked. They were, they were telling us about this. They were warning us. That's what they were trying to say. Get out of the water. So we kind of pulled on that cable and got to the wrong side of the river and then had to march way up and go back across the river again. But as we were doing that, here's another group coming down. And we started screaming and yelling, hey, watch out, watch out, watch out. And they just, I think they were hammered or something because they just kept right on going. And went right off that. And I, I never found out what happened to those people. I don't know if they lived or died. But they just went right on past that cable and on, on the river. But 
they, they, they were ignoring the warning signs because everything looked calm. At that point in the river, there were no rapids. There was nothing. It was a beautiful, sunny day, and it was just a, a simple cable in the water. And so they went right on past that. And I think that's exactly what happens to us. We, we look around and, hey, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm still married. I still got some money left. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm still going to church. I occasionally read my Bible. You know, I, I got some, it's, it's not too bad right now. And not paying attention to all this warning signs that God is showing us and not being honest about where you're at. Had we completely ignored that sign, not been honest, I don't know what would have happened to us. It probably wouldn't have been good. So the first thing you got to do is just do a real honest gut check and say, all right, this is where I'm at. I am on this particular path. Second thing you got to do is to be honest about how you got there. Honest about how you got there. Take a real good look. Ask yourself some of the tough questions. Things like, really, why is it that I'm buying this bigger TV? I mean, you know, not the things we say to ourselves or to our wives about how our TV is out of date now because it's a year old. And they came out with a 60-inch now, and ours is only a 50-inch. You know, to be honest about uh, why you are trading in your three-year-old car for a new one. Because it's an SUV and it gets better gas mileage. But nobody believes a word of that. (laughs) Why are you spending so much time at work? What is the real reason that you lie so much about your life? What is the real reason that you're moving in with your boyfriend? What is the real reason that you drink so much? Not what you tell everybody and not even what you tell yourself. What's the real reason that you drink so much? These are the tough questions that help us identify how we got to where we are. And you will never, ever hear the voice of wisdom unless you are willing to listen. And here we are in this great Sunday morning uh, with just excitement about the football game. (laughs) And, And God is speaking to us. God is speaking to us. God is saying to us, will you listen today? Or are you going to continue on that path for another three years? Are you going to go down that road for another five years or ten years? But will you listen to the voice of the Lord this morning and heed those warning signs and make a course correction? You know what's so exciting about this? is that it it works in the positive just as much as it works in the negative. You know, 
When you plant good seeds in your life, when you go down a good path, when you go down the path that God wants for your life, a life of surrender to Him and obedience to the Lordship of Christ and following God's ways and His principles, it leads to success. It leads to peace and prosperity and and hope and a future. Following the Lord's path is always a great path. Even in the midst of a storm and a terrible time, when you are right in the will of God, there is no better place to be. Even if it's a storm, when you're right where God wants you to be, it is, there is no greater place. When you are where God has called you to be and bullets are flying everywhere, there is no safer place to be because you're right in the will of God. You're on the path that he wants you to be on. So it takes a real gut check, a real courage and real faith to look at the path you're on in a particular area and say, okay, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to turn around with your help, Lord. And so I want to pray for you this morning, That pray for all of us, that God would give us the faith and the courage to do just that.